Welcome to Everything Co-op, bringing you information on how cooperatives can help improve your quality of life. This show is being sponsored by the National Co-op Bank, NCB. The NCB is dedicated to strengthening communities nationwide for the delivery of banking and financial services for the nation's cooperatives, their members, and other socially responsible organizations. For more information on the power of community ownership, visit ncb.coop. That's ncb.coop. Now stay tuned for your host, Vernon Oaks. Good morning, everybody. This is Vernon Oaks. Welcome to Everything Cooperative this morning. We're so glad that the shutdown is over, at least for a couple more weeks here. But people had to go through some hard times, which is like, the question is, what are some of the things that we could learn from this shutdown? I mean, I was, I've been told for quite some time that people are, most Americans, majority of Americans are three paychecks away from homelessness. Three paychecks. And it looked like from the news that I watched that some people were only one paycheck away from homelessness. Okay. So we get a lot of people, one paycheck away from homeless. And what are some kinds of things that one might be able to do to protect against these things happening? Because you never know. It used to be that if you had a good government job, the good and the good government job was it was dependable and you had good benefits. Okay. You know you were going to get your paycheck and you know you had great benefits. And that's what caused one to have a good government job. And then the other part of today is really like, what did the co-ops do to help with their membership? You know, one of the benefits of cooperation is is a group of people that come together to do something. And it could be that they come together to get financial services and create a a credit union or come together and create a food co-op or a taxi cab co-op. Any business that's owned by the employees is called a a worker cooperative, and if it's owned by the people that uses the products and services, it's called a consumer co-op. And so credit unions are consumer co-ops. Food food co-ops could be either a consumer co-op or a worker cooperative and housing co-ops or consumer co-ops. And this morning for the first half, we're going to talk about Tacoma Park Food Co-op. And good morning, Mike. How are you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, Vernon. Thank you so much for having me. Or should I call you Mr. Houston? What do you want? To <laughs> no, Mike. Mike is totally fine. Mike is fine. So, what did you guys do? How did you all? Well, first, where is Tacoma Park Food Co-op? Where are you guys yeah. located? Sure. So, um, so we were founded in uh, 1981. We incorporated, and uh, you know, around uh, healthy and organic foods, uh, a lot of local foods. Uh, so, we are in uh, Tacoma Park, 201. Ethan Allen Avenue. Uh, we, we started in Silver Spring, so the, the name of the co-op is the Tacoma Park Silver Spring Co-op, so we kind of serve both communities. So if my math is right, that's 38 years you guys have been in yep. business. We're, we're looking forward to the big 4 Okay. <laughs> okay. So 2021 would be 4 Okay. Yep, absolutely. So what does a food co-op do? I know you said healthy food, so you, people came together and said, we want better quality of food, uh, organic foods, and closer from the farm to the table. How do we, can we get the food from the farm to the table? And is that the reason that this food co-op was started? 
Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, as as you know, as as a co-op, you know, we can really live out our mission and you know, not just be a grocery store that's here to make profit, but really think about uh, you know access to healthy foods, uh, making sure that you know we have things that are priced across the store. We we are able to bargain as one unit with a lot of co-ops across the country in order to get better deals uh, on groceries. So we're able to have things all across the store uh, that are affordably priced. Uh, you know, we got a, a big game coming up this weekend, so we got a great sale going on on avocados. And you know, the the community part of the co-op is, is very important. So you know, we like to be involved in community events around Tacoma and Silver Spring, and you know, even wider out to Montgomery County. You know, make donations to community groups. There's a, a wonderful group in Tacoma Park that was running a code drive leading into the winter. So we were one of the drop-off locations for that. So we really try and be as, as involved in the community as we can, you know, take the money that is spent here and keep it within the local economy um, and to support, you know, the small growers, small producers, small businesses. Um, so we have you know, some wonderful products. Uh, this is a tremendous area for uh, diverse and interesting foods. So we have great Ethiopian foods. We have, you know, just stuff from all over the world that people can come here and, and try new things and, and get products from those small producers and really, you know, vote with their wallets on, on where they want to spend their money. Vote with your wallet. I like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. <laughs> vote with your money. Now, that's assuming you have money. You have a, a, a job that pays you. Some people, you know, that you probably know they had to go to work, but they didn't get paid. Yeah, that sounds like slavery to me, but that's a whole other <laughs> yeah, conversation. Yeah. Okay, so what I heard you talk about is some of the co-op principles, and that's uh, member economic participation. There's a buy-in, and I think yours is $100 a year. I mean, $100 to buy-in, not a year. $100 lifetime, correct. Lifetime, one-time lifetime buy-in. And then if there's a profit, then the members decide how that profit is spent, how, what do you do with that profit. And so what I like about co-ops is it's normally people first, the community second, and then profit. People, planet, then profit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and we want to, uh, you know, the other big part of our mission is, you know, environmentalism and sustainability. And so we want to, you know, we always want to think about how can we reduce our impact? How can we reduce packaging, uh, you know, buying local is reducing the amount of resources that it takes to get that food to the store. Uh, and food waste, you know, is a big, big issue when it comes to environmentalism and everything that goes into growing food. You want to make sure that it all gets eaten. So if it takes less time for a farmer to, you know, drive food to us from Thurmont, Maryland, as opposed to something coming cross-country from, from California, California. Yep. hopefully it's getting into your fridge, you know, fresher, and, and we're making sure that that stuff isn't wasted along the way. You don't have as much packaging either, do you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another nice thing about having, you know, we uh, the uh, we have these fantastic Ethiopian samosas that get delivered, you know, every single day. And, and the guy who runs the restaurant over in Circle Spring just brings them down. You know, there's no packaging involved. He puts them in the little warmer that we have, and, and people can pick them up and eat them. So, you know, really, it works out great to have those small local vendors. Well, I love easy open food. You're going to cause me to come down there. I'm getting hungry. You keep talking about it. Okay. 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 So, so this, this member economic participation, you buy in hundred dollars to buy in and then you shop there. The more you shop it, assuming there's a profit or surpluses, whatever you want to call it, then the members decide 
What do you do with that? And I've, as I've talked to a number of people, we've been on the air now, Mike, a, a little over five years, and the people, it's sort of like three categories that, that the members decide is, one is what stays in the store for growth, so how much do you save for keeping the, of the profit for growth, and then second, how much do you give into communities, community groups, um, and then third is what do you give back to the membership? Uh, right. Yep. Exactly. And so we, we have a nine-member board that is democratically elected um, by all of our uh, over 10,000 members. We have over 10,000 members of the store, which we're incredibly proud of. Um, and so they vote on that board. Um, and yes, at the end of the year, you know, after we've uh, closed out our books and uh, completed an audit and, and made sure that all of our numbers are correct, um, then you know we we figure out what to do with that money. Um, we have been saving towards expansion. We have I spent all morning doing a freezer reset, and, and we've got some older equipment uh, around the store that we might need to look at. And so, you know, that's the nice thing is that the money that's spent here is not – there is no owner. There is no single owner. It's not going to line anyone's pockets. It's, you know, being reinvested in the store, upgrading equipment or uh, right the, a patronage rebate uh, to the members is, is another option for those those profits at the end of the year. So patron is, is just like a dividend. You, exactly. you get something at the end of your either in terms of credit where you can come in and buy foods, and the more foods you buy, the more of a dividend you get. Is that the way you all do it? Um, we we haven't done that uh, recently, okay. but, yeah, I mean, th- there's a number of ways. You could also, um, you know, if you were making money at the end of the year for the next year, you could lower prices on some popular items in order to kind of balance that out and, and you know, pass back the money that way. So. Um, you know, there's some operational ways that uh, you can sort of use those profits to, to give back to people. I like lower prices. I haven't been in your <laughs> store in several years. I've, I would, and when I would go up, I would go in there. Now, you do have a deli too, right? We we don't. Um, we okay. had another store over in Silver Spring uh, that closed in 2013. Um, but so, you know, a deli could be something that we look at in an expansion. But uh, for what we have in the store right now, we have a, we have a little section with you know, coffee and some hot foods, but we mostly, uh, you know, it's just grocery, what you would see at a normal grocery store. Okay. So maybe I went to the one in Silver Springs. Okay. So volunteer and open membership, anybody can join it. Democratic member control, you talked about electing a board, uh, member economic participation, we've talked about that. And it has to be autonomous and independent. You have to own it and control it. I'm talking about the principles of Mm co-op. And then there's the fifth one is education, training, and information. Mm-hmm. And then the sixth one is cooperation among co-ops and then concern for community, and we've already talked about that one. So those are the basic principles. So with those principles and value, I like the the values of co-ops, the one they call ethical values of honesty, openness, social responsibility, and caring for others, caring for others. And this one gets to those folks that were furloughed or uh, didn't have – I mean, what do you say? They they had to go into work, but they didn't get paid. Right. Okay. So what did you all do to help out those these people that found themselves without money? Yeah. Yeah. So we had heard about efforts in the community to support furloughed government workers. Uh, so we decided that as a grocery store, what we could do you know, for our part was we implemented what was called a furlough assistance for members program. Um, so we gave a $300 line of credit to any furloughed government employee um, or someone working without pay uh, with no interest, and that repayment 
funding of the federal government and the payment of those back wages. Um, and we've, we're actually continuing that program. Um, not everyone who is back to work has received their back pay yet. Uh, you know, people had to take out micro loans or uh, you know different things. And so we're still allowing people to use the, that line of credit uh, that signed up for the program, or keep allowing people to sign up for the program uh, because, as you stated up front, there the federal government is only funded through February 15th, and so there is every possibility that we could unfortunately be going through this again soon. So, you know, we figured that that was our way that we could, you know, be a part of the community and let our members who were going through some hard times, you know, they'll have food in their fridge, they'll be able to feed their family, not have to worry about that aspect of life amongst all the other things that were going on during this, this over month-long period. You know, that sounds wonderful. I mean, I, I, I'm just sitting here imagining I'd Got a couple of kids running around. I don't have any money coming in and what that must feel like to, yeah. to try to feed them. Um, listen, we're going to come back and talk more about this and the number of people that you were able to help out and, and sort of what's the status and, and, and talk. I want, to, I want you to tell me about some of the people you talked to. So we'll, we'll be right back. We have to take our first break. And, Mike, thank you so very much for being on. We'll be right back. Okay. This is Vernon Oaks, and the program is Everything Cooperative. This program is brought to you by the National Cooperative Bank. Uh, National Cooperative Bank was was started by Congress in the mid-1980s, and they they are to help co-ops and their members. Their whole function is to help co-ops and their members by providing financial services and also in low-income communities, which is I found very, very interesting. They do a great job of that. Uh, I don't think of Silver Springs or Tacoma Park as low-income communities, but they could loan the Tacoma Park Silver Springs co-op money if they needed it. They do provide loans to food co-ops. I've talked to several of them on the program who have gotten loans from NCB. And today we have Mr. Mike Houston, who's the general manager of the TPP, TPSS co-op, Tacoma Park Silver Springs co-op. Mike, have you ever used the service of NCB? Uh, we we haven't, but um, you know we certainly participate in a number of you know national cooperative groups, and so you know I I think it's fantastic to be able to have resources available to to co-ops, and um, so it, it's a great program. Fantastic. Now we we're, we're I said I wanted to come back and talk about your program. So you 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 open up a line of credit for three hundred dollars that somebody's furloughed. They don't have money that can come in. And you've also extended this because, as we know, we could be back in for the fourth shutdown here uh, in, in in a matter of days, February the 15th. So uh, what would I have to do if I was a furloughed worker and I, and I needed money for me and my kids? What would I have to do in order to, to get this $300 line? And, and they still can do it. It's still open. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The, the program is still running. Um we, you know, there are people. Not everyone has received their back pay yet. Um, people have priorities for that back. For the, you know, that first paycheck might have to go to, 
you know, towards money that they borrowed on rent or on car payments or everything. And, you know, we're understanding of that. So uh, the program that we set up is people have, uh, you know, up to 30 days uh, to pay back, you know, any of that uh, line of credit that they used at the co-op. Um, so, again, that could be the second paycheck. Uh, so we're, we're keeping this program running. Uh, people can sign up in the store. Uh, they can go to any cashier or customer service. Um, again, if they are a furloughed government worker or one of the workers who was working without uh, pay, all they have to do is show their federal government ID. Um, if they're one of our members, uh, we obviously already have their information. Uh, we also have it set up so they can do it online. If they visit tpss.coop slash fam, F-A-M, um, for that furlough assistance for members program, they can sign up uh, right through the website as well. Uh, and then when they come into the store, uh, they will just go through, shop like normal. And when they get to the checkout, instead of putting in a credit card or putting down cash, um, they're just saying, you know, I'm going to put that on my FAM program and, and the cashier will, uh, you know, ring it towards that house charge and, and hand them the receipt just like normal. So um, try to get it set up to make it as easy for people as possible. Seamless, easy, no hassle, no come pull you out of line and put you over here and make it. Okay. And no interest. Exactly. And and so, you know, that was important. I mean, this is not a money-making thing for us. This, you know, we view it as a, you know, as a community effort. Um, you know, when we came up with the idea a couple of weeks ago, we had no idea how many people would take advantage of it. But, you know, we at least thought by, you know, by offering it, you know, we'd be doing our parts and it's something that, um, you know, we have the ability to do. Um, I will also say that we, uh, you know, we it's, it's a program for members, um, but for any of those furloughed workers who are not currently TPSS members, um, we're allowing them to join uh, for just a $10 down payment on that $100 lifetime membership. Uh, so Wait, wait, wait. No, hold on. So if I was a, a government employee and I was furloughed and I'm not a member, I just come in and give you ten dollars, and I can get three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. And okay. so, um, a food. You know, <laughs> okay. Yes, and and that you know that's the down payment on that on that one hundred dollar lifetime membership. But you know, again, we didn't want to you know make it overly burdensome, and we wanted to open it up for you know all members of the community, even if they weren't you know currently our co op members. Um, you know, hopefully, a program like this would show the value of a co op, and and that um, stores like this really care, um, and so, you know, we wanted to make sure that everyone was able to, to take advantage of that. Mike, you're touching my heart because this is one of the reasons I love co-ops, is caring for others. And so people are in a jam, people are in hard times, and what can we collectively do as a community to help our brothers and sisters out that, in this case, don't have money? Have a job, but no money, which is a strange set of circumstances. Yeah, and, and again, if you know, thinking about it in the cooperative model, I mean, this is not, you know, a a single person that is, you know, making this offer out of their pocket. You know, that that line of credit is coming from, you know, the fact that we have 10, member, members who come, you know, every single day and, and shop and support this store in order to make it so, you know, we can comfortably float people a $300 line of credit, um, you know, be, because of the support of the community. So, so it really is, you know, everyone is, is helping everyone out, even if they don't know it when they're coming in for a six-pack of beer and, and some avocados. So how many people got help? Uh, so I think currently we have over a dozen people who took advantage of the program. And, again, we're still you know, having people 
sign up and uh, and everything. We're trying to get the word out, um, which obviously you know you are helping with today, and, and we really appreciate that. Um, we've gotten a lot of support from the Tacoma Business Association and um, elected officials, you know, around the county who are trying to get in contact with these people and and uh, you know let them know about programs like this. Um, and again, we're just you know one small part of the community that is. I've heard stories of neighbors loaning their neighbors money, and the Tacoma Business Association uh, was doing a, a cash loan program for people. And so, you know, really everyone across the community is, is stepping up to, you know, to help deal with this. So just check in at tpss.coop backslash FAM. Correct. It sounds like that's family. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. That, that, is, that is how we mean it. That's furlough assistance. What, what does okay. that FAM stand for? Furlough assistance for members. Okay. Furlough assistance for members or family. Okay. Um, TPSS.coop backslash fam. That's the Tacoma Park Silver Springs co-op $300 line of credit to buy right. food, to get food on the table. Okay. Um so you have about 12 people, about a dozen people that have signed up for it. How long have you been in this business, sir? So I've been in natural foods for the last 10 years. I've been working at independent stores. I started at an independent in uh, downtown Brooklyn called Paralandra. Uh, that was a great little store. Uh, and then for the last six years, I was running Dawson's Market over in Rockville, uh, which was another independent and just you know, a great community-minded natural food store. Um, and I came over to the Tacoma Park Co-op in September of 2018. So I've been here about five months, and I just I absolutely love it. I you know have always been very interested in the natural food industry. Uh, it, it's it's an ever-changing industry. There's always new trends. There's new types of vegan and vegetarian alternative products. There's there's always something new and you go to the food show, um, and then as a, I'm a lifelong Washingtonian, I grew up in Arlington, uh, and so to see the local food scene, um, my joke is always that when I was a kid, this town was four steakhouses, and you know now we have all kinds of interesting food, you know, from all over the world. We have small local businesses, local producers. Um, there's uh, food incubators in in D.C. like uh, Union Kitchen and tastemakers and mess hall that are, you know, breaking down the barriers to entry for people to start a new business, to, to be a baker, to, you know, make foods that they make at home and, and sell them in a retail store. So it's just, it's such an interesting industry. And, and this co-op is, has been around, you know, as we said, for a long time, coming up on 40 years. And, and it's just such a interesting and fun place to be. Well, you make it sound very, very interesting. You keep talking about Ethiopian food. I'm going to be over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to see, absolutely. To see about getting some. Um, you're not too far. What's the address again? So we're at 201 Ethan Allen Avenue. Um, so we're right there in the Tacoma Junction, uh, 410. And, uh, yes, you know, it's great. We're, we're I personally take the metro every day. So we're, you know, just a little 10-minute walk from the Tacoma Metro Station. Um, we get people walking to the store, biking to the store, taking their car to the store. Um, we have parking lots on, on either side of the store. So, um, you know, we really are, are kind of right there in, in the heart of Tacoma Park. So I am right now at the Radio 1 station 
at 8515 Georgia Avenue. Okay. And, and you're 13 minutes away. Yep. Yeah. Not not too far as the uh, as the crow flies. And and if if people want to fly here, that's that's fine too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, anything else you want to tell people? I, I really thank you for coming on, particularly at the last minute, to share uh, Tacoma Park Silver Springs uh, Food Cooperative and what you're doing. And thank you so much for what you're doing for the furlough workers. Uh, I really, you touched my heart here today. Anything else you want to say before you, before we leave out? Yeah, we we just we really appreciate you helping us get the word out. And um, you know, again, this is just one program that arose from a need within the community. But um, you know, this, this store, our mission will continue to be serving the community in a number of ways. We're a meeting spot for people. We're uh, you know, an educational place for people to come learn about the ingredients that are in their food to. Uh, taste samples from local vendors that come in and, and do demos. Um, you know, so we really are are more than a food store. We're uh, you know a, a community destination, and so you know we we appreciate all the years of support of everyone who shops here, whether they came in once and bought a couple items, to the folks that come in and do all their grocery shopping every single week with us. Do you uh, know? Yeah. I'm sorry, but do you know Julie yep. Eddy? Is she on your board? Julietti is on our board. She is. Uh, she's absolutely wonderful. She is a wonderful person. I want to give a shout out to her. She's <laughs> also worked with the DC Co-op Stakeholders Group, yep. and they wanted to start a co-op incubator to mm-hmm. develop more and more co-ops. So we give a shout out to Judy and Mike. Thank you so very much for thank being you for having on. Me. Everybody out there, please have a great week and live cooperatively. We'll see you next Thursday again. Thank Thanks you so much. News Talk, 1450 AM, WOL, at 95.9 FM.